Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Romans chapter 15. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, as we read this chapter, we pray that we would desire to do good works for you, that we would desire unity, that we would want to accomplish good in our lives through your strength, and that we would allow you to work. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Romans 15. But we who are strong ought to bear the weaknesses of the weak, and not to please ourselves. Let each one of us please his neighbor for his good, for the purpose of edification. For even Christ did not please himself, but just as it is written, The insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. For whatever was written beforehand was written for our instruction, in order that through patient endurance and through the encouragement of the Scriptures, we may have hope. Now may the God of patient endurance and of encouragement grant you to be in agreement with one another in accordance with Christ Jesus, so that with one mind you may glorify with one mouth the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, accept one another, just as Christ also has accepted you to the glory of God. For I say, Christ has become a servant of the circumcision on behalf of the truth of God, in order to confirm the promises to the fathers, and that the Gentiles may glorify God for his mercy, just as it is written, Because of this I will praise you among the Gentiles, and I will sing praise to your name. And again it says, Rejoice, Gentiles, with his people. And again, Praise the Lord, all the Gentiles, and let all the peoples praise him. And again Isaiah says, The root of Jesse will come, even the one who rises to rule over the Gentiles. In him the Gentiles will put their hope. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Now I myself also am convinced about you, my brothers, that you yourselves also are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, able also to instruct one another. But I have written to you more boldly on some points, so as to remind you again, because of the grace that has been given to me by God, with the result that I am a servant of Christ Jesus to the Gentiles, serving the gospel of God as a priest, in order that the offering of the Gentiles may become acceptable, sanctified by the Holy Spirit. Therefore I have a reason for boasting in Christ Jesus regarding the things concerning God. For I will not dare to speak about anything, except that which Christ has accomplished through me, resulting in the obedience of the Gentiles by word and deed, by the power of signs and wonders, by the power of the Spirit, so that from Jerusalem, and traveling around as far as Illyricum, I have fully proclaimed the gospel of Christ. And so, having as my ambition to proclaim the gospel where Christ has not been named, in order that I will not build on the foundation belonging to someone else, but just as it is written, Those to whom it was not announced concerning him will see, and those who have not heard will understand. For this reason also I was hindered many times from coming to you, and now, no longer having a place in these regions, but having a desire for many years to come to you, whenever I travel to Spain, for I hope, while I am passing through to see you, and to be sent on my way by you, whenever I have first enjoyed your company for a while. But now I am traveling to Jerusalem, serving the saints. 
for Macedonia and Achaia were pleased to make some contribution for the poor among the saints in Jerusalem. For they were pleased to do so, and they are obligated to them. For if the Gentiles have shared in their spiritual things, they ought also to serve them in material things. Therefore, after I have accomplished this, and sealed this fruit for delivery to them, I will depart by way of you for Spain, and I know that when I come to you, I will come in the fullness of the blessing of Christ. Now I exhort you, brothers, through our Lord Jesus Christ, and through the love of the Spirit, to contend along with me in your prayers on my behalf to God, that I may be rescued from those who are disobedient in Judea, and my ministry in Jerusalem may be acceptable to the saints, so that, coming to you with joy by the will of God, I may rest with you. Now may the God of peace be with all of you. Amen. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. In chapter 14, Paul talked about how to get along when we differ about what is right and wrong. Paul summarizes that now in chapter 15 and gives the general principle, verse 2. Let each one of us please his neighbor for his good, for the purpose of edification. Paul asks the Roman Christians to work together in unity in order to glorify God. He gives the example of Christ. Since there were both Jews and Gentiles in the church, they would have to work at being united. Paul gives several scriptures to prove that God intended to bring the Gentiles into his kingdom all along. Paul is coming back around to some of his original points in the letter. He started out by saying that the gospel is for the Jew first and also for the Greek. So, in a way, he's closing the teaching part of the letter in verse 13. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. He mentions believing, faith. Paul spent a lot of time in the letter talking about faith, especially around chapter 4. Paul mentions the power of the Holy Spirit. Paul had said a lot about the Holy Spirit, especially in chapter 8. Next, Paul talks about himself and his plans. He says he knows that the Romans already know these things, but he has written this more as a reminder because he is an apostle to the Gentiles. One reason for writing this letter was to introduce himself to the Roman Christians. He wants to come to Rome and feels that he doesn't have any new places to preach near him. He wants to preach in new areas that have not heard the gospel yet. So his plan is to go to Rome and then head from there to Spain. Paul wants the Roman Christians to help him in that work. But first, he has to finish collecting and delivering the money to the Christians in Jerusalem. He sees that work as helping to join the Gentiles and the Jews in unity. Paul asks the Roman Christians to pray for him, that he will be rescued from the Jews who are disobedient to God, and that Paul can come to them in Rome. It seems like we're at the end of the book when he finishes this chapter, but we have one more chapter to come filled with greetings. Verse 33. Now may the God of peace be with all of you. Amen. And now for a deeper dive. From this chapter, we can get a pretty good idea of when Paul wrote the book of Romans. We know from the book of Acts how Paul went through the churches on his third missionary journey before heading to Rome. Luke didn't give us all the details about the collection of monies, so we have to put those details together with the letters like this one to understand Paul's big plan to both help the Jews in Jerusalem physically, but also to unify Jews and Gentiles in the whole church across the Roman Empire. Paul had great intentions and great plans. We should learn from that. 
It is good to make plans to accomplish good for God. We should desire to see people helped and people unified. But we also remember from the book of Acts that things didn't work out quite the way that Paul had planned. He did take the gift to Jerusalem, and he did make it to Rome. But he was a prisoner when he got to Rome. We don't know if Paul ever made it to Spain like he wanted. Some people theorize, based on what we read outside the Bible and what Paul said in the letters to Timothy, that Paul got out of prison in Rome and did preach in Spain and returned to the church as he had started earlier, before being arrested again and eventually beheaded by the Romans. But the Bible doesn't tell us all those details. We should plan good things, but we should be open to God's better plans. And we have to realize that it isn't about us. It is about Jesus. So Jesus will put us where he wants us and give us the opportunities he wants to give us. But what plans do you have to do good for Jesus? Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.